All right. Hey, welcome to the Infus Podcast, episode 299, live from Fretboard. That's so, what I like to hear. That's right. So as always, I'm Brian. This is Daryl. This is the Fretboard crowd. All right. So uh, for everybody listening who's not in the room right now, Fretboard is an amazing brewery in Blue Ash. Uh, we've been hawking it all, like, month, so... Uh, if you are here, thank you. So this, uh, this is our 299th episode. This is our sixth anniversary as a show this week. So it works out really nice that, that we're here um, with all of you. So yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a good lead-in for number 300. I've been on, on this for about a year now. I've known Brian for 15 years. So yeah. I'm really excited for this. So. Yeah, Daryl's the third co-host on the show. <laughs> I don't know if that says more about me than anything else, but uh, anyway. All right, so this week we uh, decided to do something special, and we each picked three genres of like movies, books, video games, whatever, and we're essentially going to talk about why we love them and why you guys should love them too, because as I've been listening back to our episodes lately, we've been really negative about like the state of pop culture, and we just kind of wanted to remember why we love doing this. Yeah. So, um, all right. So I'm going to go first, if that's all right. All right. Okay. So, Daryl, my first uh, genre is slice of life movies. I love them. It's my favorite genre of film. I know most people are like, oh, Brian, you're a dork. You like comic books and superheroes. Uh, Star Wars, you know? I mean, I love Star Wars. That's life. Yeah. But slice of life movies are like my favorite thing to do. And as I was thinking about this, I decided to lead off with Chef. The 2014, oh. written and directed by John Favreau. Um, he's a chef who loses his way, decides uh, he's going to make some changes in his life after he totally self-sabotages and makes a food truck and kind of finds his way back to like his son, which is a dad, like speaks to me. And then uh, it's super creative. So a bunch of my UX people are here. <laughs> anyway, um, so whenever I'm feeling like really down or uncreative, I watch Chef. So, I mean, like, I probably watch it like four or five times a year. Um, but it's great. It, it's got an amazing soundtrack. It's John Favreau stars in it. John Favreau wrote it. Robert Downey Jr. has a great cameo. Um, John Leguizamo, who's one of my favorite actors, is, steals the show, uh, steals the movie in every scene he's in. But moving on to, like, you know, kind of the other side of it is the 2004 Garden State by Zach Braff, written oh, and directed one, by yeah. Zach Braff. It's, uh, it's completely different. It's, it's morose, it's sad, um, but it's also kind of hopeful because he's, a, he's just this down-on-his-luck guy who his dad has been prescribing him drugs his whole life, and he's never actually felt anything, and he doesn't understand why he should. And so then throughout the course of the movie, he meets Natalie Portman's Sam, and she helps him find his way back to himself. And I find that, like, really uh, inspiring. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, and then the last one, and this is a movie everybody should watch. Who likes wrestling in here? Okay, so there's this movie. It's called The Peanut Butter Falcon. It's from 2019. It stars Shia LaBeouf, and it's, uh, it's a story about this young kid named Zach, or I guess young man named Zach. He's not really a kid, who has Down syndrome, and he's stuck in this old folks' home. And he runs away because he has this dream of being a professional wrestler. And his favorite wrestler is a guy named the Saltwater Redneck, who's played by Thomas Hayden Church. And so he runs off, off on his own, and he runs into Shia LaBeouf's character, Tyler, who's a mess. 
he's just he's he's kind of a bad human being. And together, like they they kind of find this like kinship and, and brotherhood. And Tyler does everything he d- can do to help Zach realize his dream of being a re- professional wrestler. And his name is the Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, so I mean, that's just like a, a small like slice of of some of these movies that I like. Um, but like movies like Clerks. Uh, this is where I leave you. Whiplash, Mystery Date, Mr. Mom. Like those are the type of movies that we're talking about. That I'm talking about, not what we're talking about. Um, but I don't know what. When 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 you think of this genre, what do you think of? Well, when you said Chef, Chef, I love Chef. I haven't seen that movie in a couple years. Garden State, I haven't seen since it came out. But one you just mentioned, Whiplash. That's. I've watched. I've I've seen a couple people. I've watched it with a couple different people, a couple different groups of people, and it's interesting. Some people are, like, really intimidated by J.K. Simmons. Like, just the pressure he puts on the main character. But one of the reasons I love this film is because it's the idea of how far you're going to go for greatness. Right. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice to reach your dream? And sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's just downright painful. And... You know, Miles Teller's character, you know, all of that, especially you know, at the end, all of that stuff, he's like, I am going to be the best I can be. I don't care what happens. Right. I don't care what I have to sacrifice. Right. I mean, sacrifice a relationship, whatever. Sacrifice, you know, physical pain. You know, he does it all. Yeah, I, I mean, love you were just movie. talking about sacrificing Jess, like, as you were coming up here to do the, <laughs> to the podcast. So I'd sacrifice Juan in a heartbeat. So. Uh, all right. So what's your first topic? So I decided the first one I'll go over is not everybody is a gamer. I've been a gamer since probably ColecoVision days. That kind of dates me how old I am, even though I don't look it. You but keep saying that, but like you look <laughs> don't. Dude, I have, I'll have a gray hair here and there, but, you know, it adds to the character, I think. So, you know, I love different types of games, sports games, fighting games. But I, for mine, I pick open world games. I would say the, the idea of the open world game, what is that? You know, open world game is, you know, most games you have go from start to finish. You have very little maneuverability. Open world games is just like life. Okay, I'm going to go to the store. Well, I see this store over here. I'm going to go there first. Oh, I see my friend over here, you know, taking a drink at fretboard. I'm going to go over there. And that's basically what an open world game. There is, there is the set narrative, but there's the ability to... Take a little walk about when you want. And the first one that I really had experience with probably was Fallout 3 back in 2009. That's one of those. It takes open world to the next level because you can make decisions. You can nuke a town and the people that would help you later in the game can't because they were in that town. How did I miss Fallout 3? (laughs) Yeah, I took a half day off of work when I first got that uh, back in the day. This nice. is back. Yeah. I think you were still, we were still yeah, working we were together. Still working yeah, together, yeah. So. so a couple of the other games, and this is not because of our podcast, but Infamous. Nice. We both like this yeah, game. Yeah, I do. And it's one of four games in the last 20 years I've actually finished. I will definitely. Both, be, both one yeah. and two. I'm going to be revisiting that now that I've finished Fallen Order. But a couple of, uh, now there's two different types of open world games. There's just like, like I said, the open world, and then there's when decisions matter. Because something like The Witcher or something like Horizon Zero Dawn, it's open world, meaning you don't have to follow the path that they set for you. 
but your choices aren't necessarily impactful. There's some choices that are impactful, but when you talk about a Fallout, you talk about a, and I've never played this, but everybody talks about a Grand Theft Auto. <gasps> yeah, those are games that... I've played a game that you haven't played. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. I, I don't know how many times I've seen it on the PlayStation Store, <laughs> and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to get that. But the, the thing is, it, I love the, the idea of not being bound by, you know, const- not being constrained. Yeah. And that's why, and again, for, for the money, it's, it's the best bang for your buck. Because oh, yeah. I, you can drop 100 hours in these games and it's like, oh shit, I should have been in bed two hours ago. <laughs> so I love the open world game, the RPG aspect of, you know, playing a character, uh, just role playing a character, building that character up how you want it to be. Him or her, whatever. Uh, a couple of the other examples: the S- Assassin's Creed franchise. I mentioned Red Dead Redemption Two, which, yeah, I, that's been on my. The first Red Dead was awful. Yeah. There was no reason to buy the so, second one. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two has been on my hard drive for about a year now. Yeah, I'm like an hour in that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're getting heckled by Patrick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love the open world genre and anytime anytime I see those type of games, again, because you're paying sixty dollars for a game. Right. I don't want to get I don't pay sixty bucks for a game I'm gonna spend ten hours with. See, I spend sixty bucks for a game that I spend like three hours with and then give up. Yeah, see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the game the franchise I chose. Though you you did say you played GTA, right? Yeah, I love GTA. Yeah. Like you get to drive around and run people over and like Run away from the cops and, you know, just like... And other things. Yeah. Un- other unmentionable yeah, things. Yeah, other unmentionable <laughs> Like, I like, uh, like open world, right? The Spider-Man mm-hmm. games. Yeah, like, that's, another, that's a actually, great one. The yes. only thing I like about the Spider-Man games is climbing to the top of the Empire State Building and jumping off to see how close I can get to the sidewalk <laughs> before I web swing up. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah an, but that's yeah, it. Like, yeah, another one, so. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I still haven't got that one. Great. Yet, so. But like uh, the Arkham games. Yeah. And I mean, I told you my Arkham... Um, Arkham City story with the PS3. So I, I went through and I like did everything. Every side mission, I, all I had left was the boss. It was 98% complete on the game. And my PlayStation 3 crashed and I hadn't backed it up. And so I went to play it again and I was like, I, I just, I can't. I can't even. And like, I never, I've never been back to it. That makes me sad. It made me sad too. Man, that was like, that like, hurts. That was the only game I've like really invested time into lately. Man, that's so. tough. I had a PS3 that died. That's why I stopped playing Fallout 3. Yeah. All right. Same thing. Cool. All right. So my next category is sports movies. I love sports movies. Um, He's a natural. He's a natural. Yeah. Like baseball sports movies, hockey sports movies, the cutting edge, stick it, the gymnastic sports movie. Miracle. You know, miracle. Miracle's on my list. So what? Yeah. Dodgeball. Definitely. <laughs> um so, but I break, I break them down into, like, I have three categories of, like, how I attack sports movies. The first is fighting movies. Mm-hmm. I love them. You know, like, Rocky, Karate Kid. Creed. Creed. Well, yeah, Creed. Rocky, Creed, same thing. Yeah. Um, like, the boxing movies, like, Embattled, Southpaw, Born a Champion, Hands of Stone. Like, all these, like, movies that none of you have ever heard of, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe Chris has. Because I think you're the only person who watches as many movies as the two of us. Um, yeah, and Atlas, that's a good one, too. I have the power of one. Does anybody remember? I, I watched Warrior last night while I was, like, typing the notes up. I <laughs> love that movie. Um, so then the next le- level is feel-good underdog stories. 
And like most of this list is Disney, right? Mighty Ducks, Remember the Titans, Cool Runnings. But like you got the replacements in there, Varsity Blues, Rudy. Yeah, nah. it's Notre Dame. I can't. I can't get. I can't. Like, you know, <laughs> um, you know, Mystery Alaska, ma- Major League. You know, I put like Miracle this, right? on there too. Yeah, actually, Miracle is in, yeah. in that one. Moneyball. Moneyball, I think, is like the ultimate underdog story because they changed baseball. Mm, yeah. Um, and then my last one is Kevin Costner sports movies as a genre. Um, so I, I am an unapo- unapologetic Kevin Costner stan. Um, I'll watch anything he's in. I love him. The Postman is my favorite bad movie. Waterworld. That's not called Hudson Hawk. Uh, Waterworld's a top five favorite bad movie. Um, Anyway, so when I'm thinking of Kevin Costner, though, it starts with Bull Durham for me. Bull Durham is, is amazing. It's awesome. Um, Crash Davis is one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Uh, Ten Cup, For the Love of the Game, Field of Dreams. But my absolute favorite Kevin Costner movie is called American Flyer. And it's about uh, the, um, the, what was it, the hell? Yeah, it was uh, some hell ride out in Colorado where they're biking. It's like before, like... The Tour de France was popular. Like, it was this thing. And he's, uh, he's sick, and he's trying to get his brother to get in back into biking and meet their mom again. It was, I don't know. I just love it. It's great. It's got Don Chong in it. Whoa, that's so, a name right? from the past. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I just, I love, like, I just love it. Like, if I need to watch, if I want to watch a movie just to kind of, like, relax and whatever, like, I'll throw on The Great White Hype with Sam Jackson <laughs> and, uh, what's his name? Um, Peter Berg. Um, but like in the underdog stories, movies like uh, Aspen Extreme. Has anybody else heard of Aspen Extreme? One. All right. It's a skiing movie uh, from the 80s. And it's one of the ones, it's stereotypical because all the bad guys wear like spider as the ski gear. <laughs> um, you know, so, so like things like that. Um, and then probably my favorite like sports movie from all of this is Without Limits. Is uh, the story of Steve Prefontaine, who was my hero growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Still kind of is. Uh, even though I can't run, but neither can he. I'm surprised that there's actually a Kevin Costner movie that I didn't haven't heard of. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know that. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah, I love these movies too. And some of the ones you said, like the, the Kevin Costner list, you know, Tin Cup, Bull Durham, For Love of the Game. I still remember that. On remember that. Well, you didn't live in the dorms at Miami, but like we had these game. We had these movies that were out. That would come out on, in the theaters, but sometimes they would be on this Oh, they'd be channel. on the Miami. Yeah. And that's what the yeah. first time I ever saw For Love of the Game. I still w- love that movie to this day. Uh, Miracle. Every time I watch that movie, I get goosebumps. Yeah. One you didn't mention, and this is one of those this, this special place in my heart because it's like one of those movies we used to watch all the time with my parents, and that was That is the Natural with oh, yeah. uh, Rob, uh, Robert yeah. Redford. See, I figure that one's like so obvious. That it didn't, yeah, it, it didn't need to be said, but yeah. yeah, it's one of those movies where you know, you you quote everything. You know, you're an impotent man, Mr. Hobbs. Yeah, <laughs> I lost so, it in the sun. Yeah, blinding. Right. So yeah, I love those movies too. And again, being an well, athlete, and all of these movies are, are super quotable, right? Yes. Like oh, uh, yeah, my favorite of my of all of these is the replacements, right? Uh, paint, uh, chick stick scars, <laughs> pain fades, glory lasts forever. And um, when that movie came out, I was working at Fox Sports, and we all went to see it as, like, our bullpen. We, like, left work in the middle of the day to go see it. And we all left, and we're like, where do we get our Shane Falco jerseys? <laughs> so. 
All right, what do you, what do you got next? So number two on my list, I was debating between the fantasy genre, but you know there's so many subgenres with that. You know, it could have been you know sword and sandals fantasy, like you know just a straight high fantasy like Lord of the Rings. I decided on urban fantasy, and this is more recent for me. Although, I will say my first again going back to Miami days. Uh, I think it was my junior year where one of my, uh, like in the dorm I live, somebody was like, hey, you need to watch the show, Buffy. I'm like, <laughs> come on. This looks just ridiculous. And then I fell in love with the show. <laughs> well, so Buffy is kind of how we became friends. Because yeah, you had that Buffy doll on your desk. Action figure. No, the Spawn was an action figure. Buffy was a doll. It's an action. I just anyway. actually found it in my storage the other day, too, <laughs> so, by the way. But I'd walk by, and I'd just harass him constantly. Yeah. You're like, hey, Buffy, Buffy, that Buffy doll is pretty cool. Yeah, so that, yeah. Was my, yeah, that was my first advance into urban fantasy. And, and the idea of urban fantasy, it's like taking elements of the supernatural and just dropping it into modern day. That, that's what, and I mean, there's been books about, you know, Kim Harrison, I believe she's an author. She writes about her... Like, her world is set, actually, in Cincinnati, I believe. But uh, I really got into it from Jim Butcher, and there's this, the Dresden Files, and he's a wizard, private detective wizard in Chicago who, despite his, his talents, he's always scrounging up for money. Right. And it's one of those things, like, like reading about the author, he was taking a, a, class, a writing class, and... His teacher, his professor told him, look, what you need to do is bring me an outline for a book. So he brought her an outline for 20 books. And she was <laughs> like, that's going to be tough to sell that to a publishing company. But he's on book like 21 now. And he's coming up on the, on the end of that. Okay. But it's, I just love that idea because it, even though super, the supernatural, and when I mean supernatural, I mean magic, vampires, werewolves and stuff. You, Constantine, I underrated movie, underrated movie right there, love that. We watched Constantine, <laughs> so she won't even interact with us from the. <laughs> so hi Jess. <laughs> hey. Say hey, so, boo. <laughs> so, but from there again, and, and Brian's gonna have a, a, a smart ass comment about this, but Supernatural also got me into that. 15 years. Five best seasons of television ever. So, so what do you say? It's five seasons with a 10-year retrospective on the anniversary yeah. of the fifth season. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. Like, you know. Yeah, Supernatural. It had a natural ending. It ended. Yeah. I was done. <laughs> so, yeah, Supernatural is a perfect example because you have two brothers just driving around the country in their 67 Impala, you know, saving people, uh, like, hunt, saving people hunting things. And just that idea of well, yeah, that's ridiculous, but it could happen. Just, and I think it's the idea of putting it in that modern-day setting that mm -hmm. I love. A couple other examples you know, that I had were one of the, one of the uh, TV shows that we used to watch, Being Human. Oh, yeah, that was great. It's I like that one. a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost living together. That just sounds like the start of a bad joke. Great, great show. Well, and they had the Sams. Yeah. So Whitworth and... In at Huntington, Huntington so. yeah, yeah, and a couple other examples I I just uh, had out there. Well, it was just those; those were the best. There was a Blood Ties, another one that was basically a vampire, and it was more of 
I didn't read the books, but it was a season or two on sci-fi, which has a lot of these right. shows, right. which is great. I got too close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so would you count like Highlander as urban fantasy? Ooh. I th- I, probably so, because even though it doesn't have the monster part, dude, you I mean, have, you have, have immortals. Monsters. Some of the immortals are yeah. straight up monsters. That, that would... That would be a fantasy, I so. think, because, again, it's in the modern world, and you're talking about supernatural aspects yeah. of, you know, storytelling. I mean, there's the supernatural one where, like, Duncan kills Richie because of the ghost. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So totally that, That's actually out a good Highlander. one. Yeah. yeah. So. I used to watch but. that a lot with my mom back nice. in the day. Nice, nice, so. nice. Um, yeah, no, I love that. I love that genre, too. Like, Being Human is, is one of my favorites. Um, do you remember the show The Invisible Man on sci-fi? Yes. Like, that's one of my, that's one of my all-time Was it like, Darian favorites. Lambert? Yeah. Darian Fox. Darian Fox. Okay. So, I always wondered how he got his hair the way he did, <laughs> and like I, I've I've like spent my whole life trying to get my hair as tall as his, and it just doesn't <laughs> work. So, um, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I like again, I, I love all that stuff just like you do. So, um, all right. So my last category is movies and TV shows about media. So like about like newspapers, newsrooms, you know, radio shows, whatever. So like. You know, thinking like Spotlight from 2015. Oh, that's a good um, movie. About the, uh, the Spotlight team, investigative journalism team at the Boston Globe who broke the, uh, the story about the Catholic Archdiocese in Boston. Mm-hmm. We can leave it at that. But, I mean, Michael Keaton is amazing in that. I actually like Mark Ruffalo in that. I was about to say, yeah, I don't like Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo in anything. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm an Ed, Wart- Ed Norton Hulk fan for life. <laughs> um, but it's got Rachel McAdams, who I think is really underrated as an actress. Um, she does a lot of cool shit. Um, but, I mean, it's just this really great, like, like there's no action in the movie, but it's action-packed, if you know what I mean, because like, mm-hmm. the, the drama level is so high, and, like, the stakes of what they're trying to uncover is so high. It's an example of how you can have people in the room talking, and it be interesting, yep. unlike certain shows that we watched recently. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Loki. <clears throat> hey, who likes Loki? Leaf. You're not welcome here. Go. Well, you liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier, too, didn't you, Jeff? Yeah, I, I see. He's not. He's not. He doesn't want to get kicked out. <laughs> what? That's. Oh, that's Loki. That's high. <laughs> see, I'm I, so. I'm not that vicious. So. so the only the only Marvel show I've liked so far was WandaVision. So. So anyway, um, all right. So spotlight. So then, um, the next one is like, it's the same show. But it was done about 12 years apart. Um, does anybody remember the show Sports Night that aired on ABC from 98 to 2000? Right. Never, never and, watched it. I remember okay. you telling me about it a lot. So um, One of the reasons I like Sports Night is so we, we both went to Miami. We were there at the same time. Didn't know each other. Um, but whenever there was a basketball game in the background on Sports Night, it was Millette Hall. So... I don't know. That, the first time I watched an episode, I was like, all right, I'm hooked. Like, you know, someone on the production team went to Miami. Um, and then the other half of that, so Aaron Sorkin wrote and created Sports Night. Um, and then The Newsroom, which was the HBO show from 2012 to 2014, which was also created by Aaron Sorkin. And because not enough people watched Sports Night, he just recycled the scripts. And instead of it being about like, what was happening in sports that particular, and in that particular like, time frame, they just did what was happening in the media in the particular time frame. But I love it. Like, I love it so much. Um, Jeff Daniels is amazing as Will McAvoy. Um, he's what, like, a news person should be. Um, unbiased, unforgiving, and 
always striving to find the truth. And if he, he makes a mistake, he owns up to it. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, um, being a journalist, journalism and a for, former journalist, like, you know, that, that kind of really speaks to me. And then Sports Night is what ESPN should have been be. and what Sports Center should have been. And it should have just been about like sports and banter what it used about to be. sports fans. What, but it wasn't about catchphrases, you know? So I, I, I still don't mind that, but, but yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but, just reporting the sports. Yeah, but it was uh, Josh Charles, Peter Krause, and Felicity, Felicity Huffman as like the trinity of that show. And they were just all just so good and like just lifted each other up constantly. And it was funny and it was sad and it was exciting. But it was also one of the first shows that started with a laugh track. And after the seventh episode, they got rid of the laugh track because they didn't need it. It was distracting. I have problems watching shows with laugh tracks. I can't anymore. Other than Seinfeld, I can watch Seinfeld reruns. But other than that. I mean, because that one's funny. But like if you've ever watched an episode of The Big Bang Theory without the soundtrack, it's painful. Or the laugh track, it's painful and sad. And, you know, you wonder how it went on for 10 years. Um, All right. And then my last one is a movie. Um, it was, it's from 1990. It's, uh, one of my three favorite movies of all time. It's called Pump Up the Volume. It's, uh, stars Christian Slater. He's, uh, a kid named Mark Hunter, who's an introvert, got moved from the West Coast, or East Coast, out to the middle of nowhere, Arizona, because his dad got a job. And they gave him a shortwave radio to talk to his friends back home, but he couldn't reach anybody. So he made a pirate radio station, which was essentially a podcast. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, honestly, thinking about it, like, that was the first podcast, and, like, um, like I said, this was like our sixth, this is our sixth anniversary this week. And, and as I've, as I've been looking back and like, um, like Kelly, you've been listening to old episodes and I apologize for that. Um, but I, I've gone back and I've listened to some of the old stuff and it just makes me cringe. Um, because like it sounded horrible or like we tried to be like inauthentic. Like we were trying to be positive for positive sake. Like we were like some kind of access media or something. But like going back and watching Pump Up the Volume, which you can't find anywhere. If anybody wants a copy of it, let me know. I can. I have a Dropbox link. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but it's great because he, he becomes this alter ego hard Harry who is brash and, and intelligent and cares, but like pretends like he doesn't. And, you know, and then it introduced the world to uh, Nora De Niro, who was played by Samantha Mathis. And this was the very first movie she was in. And like literally like, all through high school, that's, like, what I thought I wanted. Like, that's, like, you know, like, even today, if, like, you know, Nora Janeiro showed up, I'd be like, all right, let's go. So, <laughs> but um, it's amazing. And, you know, it, it's just one of those, those movies that, like, other than all the smoking in it, really stands the test of time. Like, it could happen today. <laughs> like, instead of, like, just being a shortwave radio, it just is on a random website. So Yeah, I've heard of a lot of those. And other than Spotlight, I... R- I really enjoyed Spotlight. I watched that a couple of years ago when it was on Netflix. Heard about, you know, I knew about Sports Night yeah. back from back in the day. I never watched it. And you've, you've told me a lot about Newsroom. And a couple of my friends have sent me that speech. I, I don't know if it's in the first episode by Jeff Daniels. That's the first six minutes of the episode, of okay. the series. I've, see, I've, I've been sent that over the, la- over the years. Yeah. An awful lot of times, and I just never have gotten a chance to yeah. check it out. But I mean, then there's classic things like broadcast news and network and, I, and yeah. Murphy Brown, um, which I, I did used to watch know, Murphy Brown. Yeah, it, it's things like that. News radio was a great like comedy mm-hmm. introduced the world to Joe Rogan. So, yeah, I did. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So what's your last topic, buddy? So this one is probably the dearest to me because it introduced me to 
you know, this me- this type of media as a whole, whether it be comic books, you know, I have an older brother who's eight years eight years older than me, so he he kind of introduced me a little to comics, but sci-fi movies, and I still remember my first true memory of a theater going experience was walking up to the showcase cinema in Springdale to see Return of the Jedi and seeing this line of people and I'm just a little six year old and like, oh wow, what's going on here? And that still sticks with me. And that was pretty much the start of me into all the stuff that I like now. But because for the longest time it was just sci-fi. It was you know, Star Wars, and then I got, you know, once I got into Star Wars, I, you know, kind of got into Star Trek, uh, and then back in the mid-80s, we were, you know, speaking of Silverhawks, mm-hmm. we were talking about that. Oh, yeah, that. we talked about that in last week's episode. It, that's when the cartoons came out. You had the Transformers, I think, in 1984, uh, the, you Mask. know... Mask. <laughs> you had... Uh, the real Ghostbusters, sir. Yeah. The you real had Ghostbusters. The, the, you know, the... You had the Transformers. Of course you're clapping. Yeah. No, not you. The little <laughs> fella behind you. You had the Transformers cousin in the GoBots. You had you know, stuff like um, Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Oh, yeah. Centurions. All of this stuff. And then, you, then, then once the 90s came around, you had stuff like Mantis. And with, I think most people know about the X-Files. That's, that was just like must-see TV back in the day for me. And now it's kind of morphed. I mean, there's still you that... You say must-see TV, but I don't think you know what that means. Yeah. I know what it means. I know about the episode oh, God, that they, didn't, they don't show anymore. You know, that was the first episode of The X-Files I ever watched. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Not like, you know. So. Dude, I, I still remember. I do remember watching that episode. Right. and It's some weird fever dream. Yeah. A, a few yeah. years ago, I remember them saying they won't show that. I don't know if they. I don't know if that's true or not. But I don't think it's not on any so, like box sets or digital or anything like that because it's but, horrific. Yeah, but so sci-fi can go to you know video games. It can go yeah. to books, and it's books for me. Once I saw the Star Wars, then probably in the the early '90s or whatever, I started the expanded universe of Star Wars. That it's still canon for me. Anyway. It, same thing with Star Trek. I used to read Star Trek books all the time. I wish I had that. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, I, then I kind of got what they call like the hot, you know how they say fantasy versus high fantasy. Then there's like sci-fi and then there's like the hard sci-fi. And that's kind of where the expanse falls into. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's more recent. I, you know, I, was, I was the one to introduce you to the expanse. Yeah, and uh, I fell in love with the first season, yeah. and then I finished the first season on Amazon, and they canceled the show originally, yeah. and I'm like, God damn it, Daryl. <laughs> so you gave me, because you, you, that's not the first time you've given me, uh, The Dressing Files is the other one you yeah. gave me that got canceled after one season. Dude, there's 20 books you can read. You can get them yeah, on. I know. James Marston reads the books. Oh, cool. As yeah. Spike? Yeah. No. His, oh. his, his American, his uh, regular American accent. Yeah. Hard pass. So, but Peter F. Hamilton was probably the first hard sci-fi. This... Yeah, this is a dude that, like, I went in my storage this, you know, about a week ago, and I, and I was like, oh, I was wondering where all my books were of his. I mean, these books are like this, and they, they are great. It's, most of his books are, you know, I have a couple of, the, he has a, one or two standalones, but usually they're about the Commonwealth saga, which, I mean, they're they extremely expansive, and 
it's, it's one of those things you recommend in the sense of it's I think it's like the 25th 6th century you have ships sentient ships and you know pseudo biological ships and stuff like that and love it and but sci-fi was that gateway for me into one of the things I love sci-fi you ask the question like what is possible and you see that there's not necessarily any limitations because if you think about it, think about asking someone 80 years ago, 100 years ago, if we're going to be able to talk to people around the world on something this small. They'd be like, you're crazy. That's that's voodoo magic or whatever. And that's what sci-fi represents to me. It's it's the idea of all these things are possible, just just maybe not in the time period you're living in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and things like uh, The Outer Limits and Twilight Zone. Yes, and, and, both and of that those. kind of stuff. Um, I always liked The Outer Limits more um, just because it was more around like technology and things yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it begins and ends with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you throw in like The Last Starfighter, uh, which is, you know. Enemy Mine. <laughs> yeah, Enemy Mine. I mean, Luke Gossett Jr. in both. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, in, in things like The Expanse, things like Star Trek, things like, you know... Um, I mean, Dark Angel back in the early t- uh, 2000... You know, that's not streaming anywhere. I go on Just Watch probably twice a month to see if it's anywhere. That was the first time I saw Jensen Ackles in anything. Yeah, as the, uh, the whatever they were. The, Actually, check that. It might have been Days of Our Lives before that. So, See, I, like, Dark Angel is my big fear. Because they let off uh, EMP and sent America back to the third world. And it's like, yeah, that might happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, I mean, for me, it's like, I mean, driving over, I was listening to the latest Thrawn book. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, hey, he's going to be at uh, the Cincinnati Comic Expo, by the way. Timothy's on. So. Yeah, that um, was actually the first... Expanded Universe Trilogy, I read his, The oh, Era yeah. to the Empire. I mean, that's the best one. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, then I just devoured everything after that. Some, not so as good. So Others, it's, it's great. It's not, all, it's not all like sunshine and lightsabers, mm-hmm. you know? Um, although I did get the, the new unreleased one that was on Amazon. Which, yeah. yeah, I did not get that. So, the pirated whatever. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like... I felt like sci-fi for me was like, you know, playing on easy mode today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had to use that because, again, it was that gateway into just expanding. The, it's, again, it's about the imagination, too, because, yeah, my imagination can sometimes be a little haywire, and that's probably because of, you know, the introduction in sci-fi at as as such a young age. Absolutely. All right. So cool. All right. So that's like the main portion of our show. So typically like on a normal show, we have like news bites and we talk about Superman and Lois and a bunch of other stuff. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it. It's the best superhero show on TV. But right now what we're going to do is we're going to have some audience participation. So Rob, come on up. So coming to the stage is our friend Rob Moen, otherwise known as Night Owl. You can find him online at Night Owl Noise. Uh, he's amazing. He's the reason that I found out about this and reached out to Mitch. So thanks, Rob. Um, oh, I don't even. Okay, it's there. On. You go. Yeah, it's on. All right. It just made sense to sit is right this here. In the yeah, room? that's where you. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so we have this deck of cards here. Oh with goodness. Just okay. random questions, and we're gonna ask you three questions. Okay. 
Okay. You're going to answer them honestly. And at the end, if I'm satisfied with your answers, you can have one of these new infamous podcast, uh, infamous all-star shirts from Flying Pork Apparel. Thanks, Brad. Um, so actually go to, uh, if you go to infamouspodcast.com, click on shop, and uh, there's a link to our t-shirt store in, uh, to Flying Pork Apparel. So, all right. So, Daryl, if you will, pick a card just Any from card. wherever. Any yes. card? Any card. Is that your card? Yes. What is your most treasured possession? Oh. Let's see here. And, and your children and wife don't actually belong to you. Okay, so okay. it's got to be a possession. <laughs> got it, so got it, okay. misogynist. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I have a, uh, in, it's hanging up in my house right now. It's a, uh, it's a painting that my dad did um, when he was in high school. Um, and he was an amazing artist. Um, he actually sent in his portfolio work um, to this like big New York school and got a scholarship and all this stuff. But um, yeah, I would say that it's the painting that my dad did. It's still, it, I have it with me today. Um, and it's always nice to have like his memory kind of there in the house. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. That's a good answer. Do you have a treasured possession? I got real serious there yeah, for that a second. Yeah, I know. You know. Like, us trying to follow that. Yeah. Is like, it's like, um, it's probably like my Lego A Buffy art. doll or whatever that, whatever it was. It's an uh, action figure. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's a girl. It's a doll. <laughs> she had hair. It's like, tw- it's like 20 points of articulation. So, um, now, is it molded? It's probably Plast- not that it, much. It's like... It, yeah, it's a It's more like okay. 10. All right. So. Yeah, it's an action figure. It was, okay. just, it was a running joke. You, you all, yeah. Gotcha, I yeah. walk by like I like your doll. Okay. <laughs> so, so. Anyway, all right. Um, what's your favorite possession? I don't know. I, I've recently, in the last couple of years, I've gotten into the whole pop craze. Although I did realize that I've started that probably like six, seven years ago. Too with, late. Yeah. Six, seven years too late. Yeah, I know. So. It's like I should have started in 2010. Yeah. So I don't really... I can't say I really have one that I can think of like right off the top of my head. I mean, mine is recency bias, but it's yeah. the Super 73. So my electric bike, um, which is like an <laughs> electric moped. Some of you guys in here have actually ridden it. Um, so anyway, uh, all right. So next one. Was that answer sufficient, Brian? I don't know. Okay. It's more cumulative. Okay. A lot of pressure. Who or where would you haunt if you were a ghost. Oh, gosh. What are up with these questions? Okay. Uh, where would I haunt? You know what? I would haunt Music Hall in downtown Cincinnati because it just seems like that would be a cool place for a ghost to, to exist. And Especially because you have like a, a radio tattooed on you. and. Oh, I thought you were about to say because I have basically translucent skin that I would be... Uh... <laughs> Again, that was the obvious joke. Okay. So I didn't want to go Thank- there. Thank you. I went there for you. Thank you. So. Yeah. I'm just trying to get those points so I can get the shirt. <laughs> All right, last one. Come on. All right. Come on, shirt. Oh, no, pick a different yeah. one. Like, uh, there. Yeah, they're an interview one. Who is your favorite hero of fiction? Oh. It's got to be It's got to be Batman. He's really? got he's got he has to step off the stage. So. I no, saw I saw he, a great I saw a great he, meme he about Batman. He has the Batman. best superpower there is: plot armor. Yeah, 
No, I saw a great meme. It said a cosplayer has the exact same power set as Batman. (laughs) 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 I just... uh, I think he earned a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Did he earn a shirt? All right. There you go, sir. Thank you. Thank you for uh, helping set this up. Um, Extra large? What are you trying to say? I just ordered extra larges. Okay. (laughs) They shrink pretty good. So... You'll okay. fine. I'm glad somebody made that joke out there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, anyway, should I leave now? Tell tell everybody yes. where they can find you and where you're. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm a musician um, local here. I've actually played this stage a few times. It's weird just talking up here and not playing a guitar and singing. But you can check me out at Night Owl Noise on Instagram or NightOwlNoise.com. Darryl check can, me out. I got I got some shows coming up. Daryl can beatbox and you can sing. No, thank you. <laughs> And with that, I will exit. Stage left. Let's see. (laughs) Who wants to come up? I see everybody hiding. Hey, Olivia, why don't you come up? All right, now coming to the stage is my next door neighbor, who so graciously, and her husband, Corey, came here to uh, support us, although I really think they're just here for the beer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and your dog didn't come, so. Well, you know, she's, she's, um, she's, on Prozac right now, so right, yeah. she's all weird. She's a little anxious. So, yeah. well, no, she's not anxious. She's just like stoned out of her mind. Well, now because <laughs> she, she's on Prozac. So, she just she lays there and does like nothing now. It's like you used to be awesome. Now, move. Come you, on, it's do like something. the thing with the stick, right? Do something. <laughs> um, I tried to play frisbee with her the other day and, and nothing. So uh, no, anyway, I wasn't there. all right. Um, which superpower would you most like to have? Uh, definitely invisibility. Walking okay. around. Doing anything you want, no one can see you. On the mic. Being a little sneaky. Oh, am I? Yeah, you gotta get a little closer. closer? Okay, yeah, invisibility for sure. So you can be sneaky. Yeah. Would you like steal stuff? No. Would you just mess with people? Oh, absolutely. Like go into like your mom's like house and like move her like makeup around and things like that. Or I don't think that would be scary enough. No. No. Like right, like I see you on the mirror while she's in the shower. Yeah. I mean, not while she's showering because that'd be really weird. But maybe I'll just go in before. Yeah, I don't. Isn't that what he did in Hollow Man? Like he was. In oh, he did a lot worse than that. Well, yeah, no, we, we're yeah, not going we don't need to go there. But, yeah. um, so, anything else you'd do with invisibility? I don't know. Would you like stop crimes? Stop crimes? Yeah. I, do I look like I stop crimes? I don't know I don't if that's know. I mean, something I would do. I mean, I know you're pretty selfish, but. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> 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 so. All right, uh, next one. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a different one. <laughs> Was, what's your favorite gadget? Like, you know. Um, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, this is, a, this is a show for kids. Right, so, yeah. Anyway. I know Actually, daughter, it's really not weird, a show so, for kids, yeah. yeah. So, and Corey's out there. He yeah. doesn't need to know. He's not even um, Who would you, mo- what, what superhero would you most like to sit next to on a 10-hour flight and why? Well, we have just finished watching um, Clark Kent from Smallville. He's definitely the one I would sit next to on a 10-hour flight. Nice. Tom yes. Welling? Oh, Tom so. Welling. So did you guys sure. just watch it on Hulu? Yeah. Yep. So that's one of my favorite. That's yep. one of my favorite shows of all time. So Yeah. Good Good first, like, eight seasons, ten, not so, you know, that was over. So the first half of the series was really great. Yes. And then the second half of the series, it was, like, seven good episodes, 
And then whatever the math is to get to 22, I majored right. in English. Yeah. Filler episode. Your English, your so, math. Yeah, I majored yeah. in English. That's, you know, so. All right. Um, what, so now that, like, everything's back open for the most part, movies are coming out, what, like, movie are you most looking forward to going seeing in the movie theater? When it finally gets here, the final Jurassic World. Oh, all I'm right. I'm a huge Jurassic World fan. Absolutely. Did you like the second one? Yes, because I like them all. Okay. Was it the best? No, but worthwhile. So you have a little neighbor next to you who is like, actually, Jurassic Park 3 is your favorite? Jurassic Park 3? Yeah, and I'm like, you're not allowed to live here anymore. I was what? <laughs> so, yeah. Haley, gosh, yeah. what? No, Jurassic Park's the best movie made of all time. All right, cool. Do you want a shirt? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you think I'm an extra large as well. I don't, yeah. but... <laughs> Thank so. you. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. All right. Thank you, Olivia. Everyone give Olivia a hand. She was a sport. So do you, what superpower would you have if you could? Uh, telekinesis. I was thinking telekinesis, but then I thought flash speed. because nope. Telekinesis, because if you're the flash, I can just think about your carotid artery and close it. No, you, I'm, long I'm moving enough, too fast. Just long enough to make you a vegetable and not no, kill you. I'm moving too fast for your thoughts. And you're a Flash fan. You should know this. I get it, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Introduce I, yourself. Yeah, David. I just really wanted to crash one of the podcasts. No, I appreciate here, so. it. So yeah, I, you I was came here to for my years. podcast. I know, but so. I didn't yeah. crash it. I was, I was respectful. Yeah, you no, were I'm very kidding. respectful. You I was sat late. in the audience. I, no, I was late. Yourself. I missed the entire thing. Oh, well. So hopefully it was Juan's back. fault. Yeah. But Juan, yeah, Beers and Beards podcast. We Juan, were Juan did remind me. That's a seriously nice shirt. We do talk about a lot of beer. Yeah. And I don't have the beard. My co-host, Gary, has a beard. So, yeah. I, I just drink a lot of beer. Yeah. And <laughs> you're it's the, alliterative. You're the beer drinker, and he's the beard. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I've become a fan of, of your podcast. Oh. I did not... I, I will say this. You guys made me realize how much of a nerd I am. Because I was there like, oh, how am I going to relate <laughs> to this podcast and everything that you guys talk about, especially today? Yeah. Like, I... That's... I, I what? like and know all of these things. So, yeah. So I mean, everybody's a nerd. And yeah. six years is, is impressive. Thank so you. We just hit one year. And nice. It's, Congratulations. It's, it's been a haul. Thank you. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, so I work... I, I'm a creative, right? Like air quotes, <laughs> right, Carla? Anyway, just... Anyway, but it's like literally my creative outlet. And like people are like, but you're a designer for a living. It's like, yeah, but I'm a designer. So yeah. you have um, to you have to color within the lines, right? And then you get to color. <laughs> no, I just have to I just have to take lines and draw them in like straightish <laughs> lines. So I don't know. Um, and just think about how people are gonna like tap that line. Uh, but anywho, um, all right. So okay. your first question: um, What is the last book you read, and did you like it? Oh, I actually. And why did you like it? <laughs> uh, what am I? Oh, I just read um, "What You're Getting Wrong About Appalachia," which is like Ooh. a response book to J.D. Vance's "Hillbilly yeah. Elegy," and I'm. I, it's it's very. It's more clinical than his book. His yeah. book is more of like a memoir, mm-hmm. um, and I'm a huge memoir fan. And and I related to, I related to his story, like his origin story, but not nice. where he went from there. Yeah, <laughs> just as a person. And so I, I I related to like a lot of that part of it, but then. Yeah, like it, I, I liked the book because it was definitely more of like a, like a clinical, like basically just like picking apart of like everything that people thought. You know, when you paint with a with a broad brush, I think a lot of people get things wrong, and it's like this is an easy 
answer to a question that not a lot of people thought. Yeah. And they she kind of just picked it apart. But awesome. it's, it's a good, really quick read, too. I've been reading nice. a lot of, like, dense. Like, I read a lot of, like, <laughs> presidential biographies. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, we, we've talked about that on our yeah. podcast. Like, I'm a really big Harry Truman fan, and oh, I just read cool. Andrew Jackson's biography and Ulysses Grant and a lot of really dense stuff. So I wanted something that was, like, 150 pages <laughs> that's not... Like you can, you can knock it out. It's not, a, it's not a workout just to carry the book around. You can knock it out in like yes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Talk about your favorite famous dead person, which is interesting considering Ooh. that you just talked about the presidential books that yeah. you read. Definitely probably Truman. I think he you know, doesn't get a lot of credit for the amount of craziness that was going on, and, and he never really was like meant to be presidential and the way that he kind of came up through like the political like political system and and you know the political machines and and uh, Kansas City and and a lot of people don't really talk about like we, we talk about that time and it's like just long enough ago that like old old people are like now like they very you know it's like people that are in their late 80s 90s that are that fought in and you know around World War 2 and and you know the depression and that kind of era but that's I, I really like reading like quote unquote recent ish nice. history yeah. and and he I think he his his kind of origin story is really fascinating and like he came up in like kind of obscurity and and became president so very cool yeah all right um the last one if you could jump into any intellectual property and be any person or like robot or thing or whatever what what would you be and how would you change the world. Oh man! <laughs> hey, you're the one who just went all deep on us with wow. Harry Truman. Yeah. So. Oh man! Uh, so I, I added like three three things to that question. Yeah. So a lot. Uh, I'm personally becoming a lot more aware of like the the climate issues right now, mm -hmm. and I would try to figure out, you know, like I know that there are some like potential like carbon capture and things like that. If I know that that's like are you, are you gonna there? start it's talking really about are you start intellectual about property? But yeah, um, I, I would I would like make carbon capture really like a, a like feasible for us as you know as humans to continue to live on this sure. life so that we don't have to go to other planets and and sci-fi doesn't have to become real, right? So where's the uh, fun in that? Yeah, I'm, maybe that would be awesome. I mean, there are people now that are going to other planets for fun, and you know we thought that would probably be happening like twenty plus years ago right. but yeah, yeah it's taken Richard Branson and and Jeff Bezos a lot longer than it was supposed to and they're still getting shit for it so right right yeah mm -hmm. absolutely all right was that three yeah that was yeah. three all right three. thanks for letting me crash guys thank you and this uh, is not what my podcast is about we do talk about beer yeah. and beards give your give your links and bourbon. where can everybody find yeah. you uh, beers beards podcast we uh, we give you guys a shout out thank you very much yeah. uh, I followed night what's night out night out night out yeah uh, and then also, my really good friends, National Barks, are going to be here j next week, oh, next awesome. Friday. So, so. Oh, check cool. it out. Fretboard yeah. is awesome. Thanks to yeah, Mitch. Too. I know. Yeah, Mitch thank awesome. you so much, man. This He's is, like this is clearing a tables, bartending. He's amazing. He's and the audio engineer. Yeah. Come so. back. They have podcasts every Monday, I think now, and yeah. it's, it's awesome. So, yeah. Very thanks, cool. Thanks for letting me crash. Awesome. Yeah, thanks thank a lot. You. You made the eye contact. Okay, so making his way is the one and only Chris Link, who I have not seen since 1996. Um, sometime in May. 
Whenever yeah. we graduated. Whenever we so. graduated. Let's put it that way. Anyway. Uh, so, Chris, welcome. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Doing well. Um, been a while. I know, right? Been a little bit. So. Just a little bit. We've swelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> age gracefully, you know? We age gracefully. We have all our hair. Like, you know, like we, we both have. Yeah, all, bro. We, we have the same haircut, too. So. <laughs> yeah, we kept it. It's same haircut since high school. You know, <laughs> you know, why change it if it's a good thing? Right? You know? So, anyway. Uh, so, welcome. Thank welcome you, bro. To the Appreciate show. having me. Um, you know, thanks for, for, for coming out. Hey, man. Um, anything to support you, bro. So, all right. So, first question. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could choose one superhero to keep company, who would it be? And then one animal to be a companion. Oh, like that's, from that, like that's easy. Uh, Wonder Woman, obviously. <laughs> um, and it's obviously Gal Gadot because I'm not going old school. Um, and my oh, my comfort animal, a lion. A lion like Simba? Yeah, little or one. Mufasa? Not, yeah, no, no, I'm good. No. Say it again. No, Simba, a little baby Simba. Little baby Simba. That way I can train him to be, you know. My best friend. All right. <laughs> you know? I like that. That's not a bad one. No, that's not bad that's at not all. That's not a bad list right you there. That is, that is a good list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this is a good one. This has nothing to do with superheroes, but like, right. I'm picking this one just because it's you. Oh, okay. What's the worst pickup line you've ever heard slash dished out? Oh, my gosh. Is that a mirror in your pants? Because I can see myself <laughs> in them is a bad one, to be honest. And I've used that, to be honest, in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, that's, that has to be that one. <laughs> this is a kid show, right? Yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. go full, full blows. <laughs> you asked the question. I just answered. <laughs> All right. Um, so this will, this, will be, uh, this will be a good one. So you're in the music industry. Yeah. No? So comment on some current indus music industry gossip that's happening and how you'll squash that, how you would squash that beef. Oh my gosh. Current music industry. Well, the rights to certain music songs from artists that are already gone. Oh, that's a good one. You know, like, you know, Chris Cornell is gone. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. You have people that are bidding on his whole catalog. And we're talking about a songwriter that is, you know, our generation. Yeah. You know, that, that his voice is unmatched. That 100%. 100%. I mean. The um, only time the band from Rage for the Machine was any good was when they were part of Audio Slaves. So. Exactly. Exactly. So um, you have his wife who pretty much handles his estate. But you have his daughter who is becoming a great singer. Amazing voice. Absolutely amazing voice. And I mean, with her father. Yeah. What would you ask? What would you expect? So that's why I think that when you talk about rights and music, you have to have your whole affair in order. Even if you make that decision, you got to make sure you have your affairs in order because you got, you know, the publicist, you got his wife who pretty mm -hmm. much is controlling it. And then you have, you know, Soundgarden who does play a factor in this because they're still here. Yes. So cool. Yeah. All right. Um, what is your nerdy guilty pleasure? Oh man, nerdy guilty pleasure. Building L Lego sets with my nephew. Nice. Oh, that's nice. a great one. You know, because <laughs> I go back to a kid, yeah. you know, it just takes me right back to it. And it's like, how big can I make it? 
And nice. if I turn it in a whole damn room, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely it. done that one. Yeah, you go big or go home. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. what it is. That's great, man. So where where can everybody find you online? Uh, online, you can get me at Utterific uh, on Facebook. Uh, that's the best one. Or you can hit us one shot entertainment uh, dot com. Uh, there you go. That guy right there. He already knows. That's the other side business that I got. Oh, nice, so, nice, nice. Cool. A few different places. I right. get a shirt. My guy. There you go, brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate so. you. Brad, Brad, you look like you want to say something. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> but you don't get a shirt. You don't get a shirt because you made them. That's right. I'll just make my own shirt. So. All right, everybody. This is Hi. Brad Lark. Hey! The proprietor of Brad Lark Music. Block, yeah. graphic design, flying pork apparel. My God, I'm blushing. Brad's, <laughs> Brad's tire fix it. What? Lark. I don't remember that one. Lark Tree Felling Incorporated. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. I appreciate you, sir. So, uh, thank you for the cool shirts. Hey, thank you for so, letting me make them. I really just wanted to bring you up here and say thanks for the shirts. I'm I not appreciate even going to ask it. you any questions. I appreciate it. Is that good? Are we good? We did? I don't know. Tell everybody where they can find you. <laughs> When's your next gig? Uh, my next gig is uh, next Friday somewhere i think it's at this wine place in montgomery called z place i think that's what it is but yeah it's right at the corner of uh cooper and montgomery is it like z place for wine z place for wine it's very German. Z place yeah. z place for wine and cheese <laughs> you can't do where that. you can watch people get wine drunk which is yeah. pretty cool z place come to z place they're like the best yep i was right uh, 6 p.m and, and when are these fine shirts going to be available on the website? Oh, well, I think you can expect those up online because I already have. I made an extra one so I could shoot it Ooh. proper. Um, nice. So, yeah, they'll probably I'm be. Still, I'm still waiting to see what it looks like. They'll probably. What's, what? You never sent me the text of what the shirt looks oh, like. Oh, I didn't. So I owe you photos. <laughs> but uh, that will be probably available in the next day or so because I, I have everything I need to do it. Nice. So. Yep, flyingporkapparel.com. All right, flyingporkapparel.com. This podcast logo is right on the, the homepage there. Cool, right? Right. All right. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. Sir. Word. Let's see, who else? I think Kelly beer. wants to come up. Yeah, don't forget your beer. Kelly, come on up. Yeah, you. <laughs> We're just going to ask you questions about Carlo. Oh, I'm good with those. I got lots of answers. So. All right. So Kelly, me. Kelly's my new best friend. We just met today. All right. So am I close? You're perfect. Thank Far you. Far away. Close. Okay. So. All right. So you used to be married to a guy who dressed up as a Ghostbuster. Yeah, I remember when he uh, custom made that proton pack. Isn't it amazing? That thing is it's so cool. I was about to say a word I shouldn't say on podcasts, but it's effing amazing, <laughs> and I am jealous of it every day, and wish I had gotten it in the divorce. Oh. Wish I had. You, sir, give me the protein. He would have gone full OJ. He would have murdered me. Easy. Like, so. right. I wouldn't be on the podcast. I'd be on, like, Oxygen TV, IDTV. Lifetime movie. There'd be a Lifetime movie about it. real bad. There, there'd be an HBO documentary about, oh, about oh, it. Oh, 100%. So. 100%. All right. So who is your favorite Ghostbuster? Man... So, Carla. 
No, I can't say Carlo. I'm sorry. Uh, honestly, Zool. If we're going to go Ghostbusters, I'm wow. full Zool. There you go. Uh, in fact, when I play, I will admit it, I play Among Us. Um, a friend of mine plays as Umzool okay. because that's all I will call him. Uh. He cosplayed once. And now he's um Zool. <laughs> so I can't let that go. My favorite ever Zool moment is I was watching um, Alien Resurrection. Oh yeah. When she's fallen into the pit of the xenomorphs, and I'm in the theater, and I just yelled, "There is no Dana. There's only Zool." And like everybody fucking lost their minds, and it's like. <laughs> okay, I gotta so. say, humble brag, I cosplayed a badass Dana. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty proud of it. The so. like big curly hair. Okay. That wig was itchy as hell, though. <laughs> itchy. So, all right. If you could remake one of the current Ghostbusters movies, which what would you remake? Which one would you remake? Sorry. And who would be your four Ghostbusters out of current like quote unquote A list actors? Oh, this is a hard question. Uh, remake the most recent with those. I'm sorry, I do not appreciate the female version of Ghostbusters. I'm going to say it, unpopular opinion, I don't care. It was a terrible movie. I've never seen it. Don't is my recommendation. Like, one out of ten, don't watch it. It's just a bad idea. Zero out of ten, don't watch it. I'll give it like a .5 out of ten. .5. For the sake Again, of Loki at two. for the sake of feminism, point five. Okay, we'll give it that point five. Is that really feminism? What uh, they did? I don't. Did it set it back? Really, I feel like it made things worse. Okay, so who but, would you cast? Would you? So you dang. have to stick with women. Okay. What women would you cast? Would you actually cast funny women? people? I don't know. I feel like you should go hardcore serious actresses that can pull off okay. comedy. Like, honestly, I want to see Angelina Jolie as a fucking Ghostbuster, guys. Like, get her in, like, a tight white costume with that parts <laughs> on back. You'd have everybody in the theater. There you go. No, I don't even know. I mean, there's not a whole lot of funny women in comedy that I appreciate. It's either fat jokes or I'm hot, so I'm, like, funny, right? <laughs> like, there's no in-between. There's, I honestly, there's no in-between when it comes to women. It's either hot or fat and funny, and I don't, I don't have any female actresses that I super appreciate when it comes to comedy. Are you looking forward to the new one with Galactic Treasure Paul Rudd? A hundred percent. So, even if it, even though it has Finn Wolfhard in it? I'm okay with that. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to fight it. And I say that just sounds like a, it's a porn, porn name. name. Yeah, it's 100% a porn name. Like, like his mom pulled out like a porn name generator. Yeah. Like, hey, kid, this is your name now. You were born on this month. You were born on this his year. His name is probably like It's Bronson, like one of those like name Smith tests. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has it's to a be. Facebook so. game type click. Finn, Finn was is. his first pet. And Wolfhard was a sweet right? <laughs> she so. lived on Wolfhard Drive uh, when she was five years old. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. all I got. Do awesome. I get a T-shirt? Or Do you want what? a T-shirt? It's an XL. I really don't care. I, I can I can actually probably have Brad make you. No, I'm just like, gonna need you to yeah. custom print a shirt just for me. All right. Cool. Make that happen. Yeah, we'll get it to Carla. I mean, I came up are you to hanging, a microphone. Are you, are you hanging with Carlo? Is, like, are you living with him right now? Or are you living? Living with. Yeah, I don't know. No. That would be weird. I don't think Chewie would appreciate that. 
Um, Chewie's my homeboy. <laughs> Don't even with me and Chewie. Hearts, hearts. Chewie came to my house once and tried to be friends with my dog, and she oh, spent no. the entire night running away from him. She was terrified. How could anyone hate on Chewie? No, no, she's afraid of other dogs. Oh, okay. But she's, she was what, like three times? She was like three times the size of him. Like, but Chewie's the sweetest right. he thing was sweet. He just wanted to be nice, and she's like running away. Oh, dang. Hiding, so. Poor thing. All right, well, we'll get you Man. a shirt. Thanks, Kelly. Make it happen. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> Should we call her up? Nah. Oh. <laughs> She's just shaking her head so emphatically. It makes me want to say, Jess, come on up. But no, it's okay. I get it. See, Juan didn't want to come up, but I kind of want Juan to come up. So, no. Ty, why don't you come up? So, Ty looks like Jesus lately. I love it. His, his hair is Thoreal. Oh, look at that shirt. Nice Ty, Ty has the original Infamous yeah. Podcast shirt on. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Brad, I, I sent that to Brad, and I was like, can you make this into a shirt? And it was just, it just it was the certified Infamous part, and Brad said, I'll make it better. <laughs> we and have the technology. Did. Yes. So, and then he charged me $6 million for it. <laughs> Bastard. So, welcome, Ty. Thank you. You've, I'm you, happy to be here. You've known about the podcast since before it started. I think I've like, listened to it like four times. That is four times too many. I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, happy I'm sorry. 299. Thank you. I'm proud so, to be part of it. Part of 299. So 300 is going to be epic. It's going to be an epic episode. I'll be ready. That everyone should listen to a week from Sunday. So that's when new episodes come out, by the way. Every Sunday. So... If you're, uh, if you're really adventurous, you can just wake up at 3 a.m. when they hit iTunes and, you know, leave, like, horrible comments for me and Daryl to wake up to and ruin our Sunday. That would be great. Thanks a lot. That. So, all right. So you're into Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I know a little bit. Yeah. You're getting your kids into Star Wars. They love it. So no, I, I have a question. Did you, did you show – what order did you show your kids the I, movies? I, I, now that I've, I've done it, I did it wrong. You did episode one, two, three. I did. Oh. I did it totally wrong. What's the order that they should show Star Wars in? I know. The release date. What's the order? The machete cut. Machete order. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, okay. So, were they sympathetic for Darth Vader when, when they got to the original trilogy? Because they got to see Anakin grow up and get cut to pieces. I, my, I don't know. My kids tend to like the evil characters the best for some reason. I don't know why. That makes sense. Um, so I'd probably say yes. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. I mean. There's actually a psychological study done about that, that parents who showed their kids in one, two, three, four, five, six. So I've really yeah. messed them up. Yeah, they're I've, ruined for they're life. They're done. You, might, you know what? You probably want to give them up and start over. I don't know. I still like <laughs> them a lot. I mean, we have good times. <laughs> Um, so, uh, did you get Disney Plus? Oh, yeah. Have you watched the, the, the travesty that is Marvel Cinematic Television? We have, but I, I will say, you know, like the, the Loki, right? Like, I don't know what people are it's, thinking of that. It was, it was not like I, it's uh... It's called Sylvie. That's the name of the show. Yeah. I, it kept my, like, I kept watching, you know? It's not like I, I quit. This, I'm done. 
You know? How many times did I try to quit watching Loki's and say, I don't want to review this Didn't anymore? It started a week two or... No, it was halfway week? through episode one. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to talk about Like, Do we this. have to talk about this? I finally got you to yeah. stop talking about the Bad Batch. I felt like I had to keep with it because, so. you know, other shows are going to come out and they could, like, you know, refer back to it and I want to know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. I even told him, I said, well, actually, yeah. last, our last podcast, I said, I'm going to have to rewatch it just because I know there were times I was just, I just spaced out. It's not like I was doing anything. I just spaced out on it. So, I, was, I was dialed in. Really? Yeah. But I was still like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> so uh, one of my friends did say, like watching the finale, he's like, okay, it's just like nothing really happened in this season. Feel like they just uh, they I, wanted to open up a bunch of new storylines. Yeah, possibilities for new storylines. Well, I told you it was like an episode of Steinfeld or Ghostbusters. Nothing happened. That's what it was. Yeah. So hey, cool. So what uh, what are you looking forward to watching? I mean, you don't. I, well, you don't I mean, I have not the movies as much. Yeah, as no, I, no. I I would say uh, the the movie that's out now, Black Widow. I have not seen it oh. yet. Don't ruin it for me, anybody. Don't shake. Don't even shake your head or nod your head one way or the other. I don't want. I want to make my own, my mind up on my own. Brian, just, just wait until it's free on Disney Plus. Yeah, like absolutely. don't like don't pay for it. All right, that's or good just advice. Sail sail the seven season and, and get that's it. That's normally what I do if it's good or bad. Anyway, what? You've got that <laughs> look. Anyway, Patrick Patrick is looking at me funny. Daryl, make him stop. <laughs> the other one you guys haven't mentioned this the other one on Disney Plus the uh, the Bad Batch I've not seen that yet is that is um, that something we've that, talked about the Bad Batch is it's good right it's, it's solid it's 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 there's nothing spectacular it's a it's a Volkswagen Jetta there's oh. nothing spectacular about it, it oh. it'll get you from the beginning of the story to the end of the story and you'll you'll just be like alright I got there like um, actually, the only good episodes have been the episodes where the Bad Batch aren't in it. Okay. Or, or, which, or secondary right. characters. Yeah. yeah. Like, where they're put on the shelf. Um, but, like, we, we also have a weird relationship because there's, a, like, a girl character. And, like, we like her. We think she's a cool character, Omega. And, like... Omega. The net nerds are like, she's a Mary Sue. She's, she's awful. You have to kill her. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's not again, bad. I mean, yeah. And that's one of the things when we're talking about it, we want to make sure it's not bad. It's not. Yeah. It's just. I'm one to make up my own mind on yeah. things. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I, I would. If you're a Star Wars fan, you have to watch it. I, that's yeah. one of the things I would say. You have to watch it as a Star Wars fan. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Do you want hey. Shirt? You want the last shirt? Do you have another shirt? I have one more. I'm always up for a new shirt. As I throw it on the ground. All Step right. on it a little bit. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. This one was getting worn out. Yeah. I mean, it's getting <laughs> so, a little faded. I mean, that's an XL. It's going to be big on you. No, but, no. You know, I'm, I'm so. you know, I'm eating good these days. <laughs> you know? All right. Thanks, guys. Did, did you eat here? No. Oh, no. you're missing out. I Food know. here is amazing. Yeah. So. I saw. All right. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. Thank 299. You, yeah. Thank you. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys. Thanks for everybody who came and stayed. And yeah, thanks for the support. Uh, clapped. Hopefully you. Thanks fretboard. Hopefully, yeah. Thank you, Mitch. Everyone, thank Mitch. Tip Mitch. Tip him great. Tip him well. So, 
Tip the bartender. Tip. Tip the, tip the dude at the uh, food shelf. I'll be over in a minute to get something to eat. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, just thank you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of this. Um, this is fun. We, we love doing the show. Um, like Ty said, this is $2.99. We have 300 next week. Um, and then, you know, hopefully 300 more. And, you know, if you guys like it, the best thing, if you like, if you like what you've seen today, what's wrong with you? Um, but no, if you like what you've seen today, like the best thing you could do to help us is to just go up to like three friends and take their phones and subscribe to the show on like Spotify or, or iTunes and YouTube and YouTube. Yeah. And, and if you uh, don't have a YouTube account, oh, you yeah. need to make one. So, um, and just subscribe and then leave like a five star review through their like iTunes account for us. That'd be awesome. I don't care if they listen. I just want them to subscribe. Uh, but no, and, and we've started doing YouTube stuff, actually, which is, Daryl's been, <laughs> Daryl's been much more active than I have, so I need to get on the ball. Yeah, but, and, and I just finished Demon Slayer. Oh. Today. Nice. Season one. So. Yeah, I gotta, do, I gotta do my atypical in eight minutes yes. or less. So, it's anyway. actually 10 episodes, by the way, atypical. Oh, sweet, 10, epi- 10 minutes or less. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, um, but yeah, no, so we have new episodes every Sunday. We are, anywhere you find podcasts, um, I highly recommend uh, Spotify just because it's good. We're on Amazon now. We're on Audible. Um, but yeah, so uh, go to infamouspodcast.com. That'll take you everywhere um, to the YouTube, to Instagram, to Facebook. We have a Twitter. We don't tweet because uh, Twitter's a most icely of the internet. Uh, Wretched yeah. hive of scum and villainy. I think they got it. They're like everyone left is a nerd. You should have said that. So. Except for maybe Rob. Rob might not have got that. Kevin definitely didn't get that because he's too young. So. <laughs> are, are you sad that I didn't call on you? Did you say regular Star Wars? What's regular Star yeah, what Wars? What is regular Star Wars? Oh, so, oh. So just real Star Wars. Real Star Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that's. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, you can find Daryl on Instagram. What are you on Instagram? DJasper07. DJasper07. Okay. Um, I'm just Brian Tudor on everything. I like was lazy and just used my real name. So I have to watch what I say. <laughs> Shocker. They'll be Whoops. coming to your door. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've, get, I've been getting salty lately. <laughs> so, um, Anywho. So, no. Thank you guys for listening so much. Um, we appreciate it, Mitch. Again, thank you. Thanks uh, a lot. Rob, thank you for, for shooting this opportunity to me. Um, everybody needs to check out Night Owl Noise. Uh, so for everybody listening who's not here, the room, there's like 400 people in here right now. Yeah. And it's just the, the coolest crowd I've ever seen. And uh, well, we gotta go, there's a fight starting in the back. So. All right, so thanks everybody for listening. Thanks a lot. We will see you next time. See ya. That, that sounds like 400 people, right? The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com 
follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Infamous Podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons who are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.